Hello, hello, and happy new year to my fellow go-getters. This is where encouragement puts its gloves on and uses a long and pointed instrument to goad you and I forward from that awful place of complacency and sometimes indifference. Today, we vow to do things better than we did yesterday. Because when we aim to do things better, we're also aiming to doing it different. I'm your host, Sherry Gabriel. So let's get after it. So, how's it going? We are in a new decade as uh, the media continues to remind us that we have entered into a new decade. It is a new year and there, there's a lot that's going on in our world today. And given the day of this recording, uh, the United States military conducted a strike and uh, into another country. And that's not going so well. Last year, obviously, there were some losses of, in terms of deaths and um, some significant in what I call any death is significant. But for those that are a part of the body of Christ like, like we are, like I am, I should say, and I, I just make the presumption that those who are listening, that you are as well, that we had to say goodbye to some, um, some soldiers. And, uh, but anyway, um, we are on the other side of this 2019. We are in 2020, and it's certainly a gift. And so I say to you, Happy New Year, because that's how the expression goes. But as I have to, I have to make sure that I understand what that word is saying. And so when I wish you um, and pray that you, my friends who are listening, who, who gift me with clicking on play, uh, just to hear me say a few words of what I have labeled as encouragement. I hope that's what it is. I say to you, Happy New Year. May you experience the cheerfulness of this year. May you be overjoyed more days than you are not. May it be a pleasant year for you. May you be ecstatic about some of the wonderful things that God has in store for your life this year. And may you be contented, even being contented when there are going to be moments that are not gonna be fun, that uh, they're not going to be great times. But may you make an intentional effort to be contented and to still be grateful and to still be thankful to our Lord and our Savior. The mere fact that he has chosen us to be here right now and uh, as to, to quote Sally Clarkson who said, God has trusted us with these times. And so whatever your time and your season is looking like right now, he trusts you with this the same way he trusted Job. And Job was able to to stand through pretty much all of it was miserable when that tragic event took place when the enemy had a conversation with God and the devil you know almost dared God if you do this the only reason Job is serving you is because you give him gifts and I'm paraphrasing and after that discussion if you're familiar with scripture we all know what what took place with Job and as a reader of that, it was pretty bad, pretty fierce. But anyway, this is not going to be long and enduring. You don't have to suffer long through what I'm going to be sharing today. Um, I've got a couple of things that I'd like to share based upon my my time in the Word and, and taking apart words and seeing really what they mean so that I could do it. So I want to start this first blog off with, um, with a simple verb. 
a simple verb called stand. It's just my way of encouraging you this year to stand. And I know you and I have heard that. We've heard that verb many times, to stand. And when I was studying in Ephesians chapter 6, and many of you know that, most of you are familiar with Ephesians 6, particularly beginning with verse 10. And I'm just going to read it from the New King James Version. But you may have the NIV, you may have the original authorized version, but whatever your preferred translation is, take some time to go and read it yourself, please. But it says, finally, my brothers and sisters, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the schemes of the devil. For you and I, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Take, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. And verse 14 begins by saying again, stand having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and i'll end on that um, so i again i'm calling it a familiar passage most of us know it and we quote it and i think for many of you if you're like me there just comes a point where you have to come to come to the place where you are actually doing what what this says this is a directive from the Apostle Paul. And in this part of it, again, I am not a theologian. I am not someone who has studied scripture like other scholars have, by no means. I'm just someone who comes to the text. I just, I'm just nosy enough to want to know, to dig further in it. Um, and so I do. So when I'm talking to you, I'm not talking to you as somebody who has just got it all together. I'm not. I'm looking at this. I'm trying. I'm, I, I'm looking at this like, how can I do this? This has got to be something that I'm supposed to do. This is not to be some kind of a, a great uplifting speech. This is something that the Lord expects for you and me to do. And so when he says to be strong, he's not asking you to think about it. He didn't say, I want you to think about being strong. And I'm going to just add in this year simply because we're in a new year and it just kind of seems apropos. It's not like he's asking us to consider, to consider being strong. He says, be strong, remain strong, continue strong is what that is, is telling us. In the Lord and in the power of his might, not in ours. Thank God. Thank God we are not asked to try to do this life and to try to do it in the best way we can. We are not. I wanted to just share what I learned or what the in-depth richness that I received from looking at the word stand. It's verse 11 that first says, it uses the word stand. It says to stand against, to stand against the wiles or the schemes of the devil. Then verse 13 comes back and says, and having done all 
to stand. That's the second stand. And then the third stand comes at the top of verse 14 where it says, Stand having girded your waist with truth. So I see stand like three times. Now, maybe some translations, I believe one translation says withstand. Um, I believe the authorized version says to withstand the schemes of the devil, but you still hear the word stand. So within three times you see that word within three scriptures, stand, stand, and stand, or maybe you have withstand, stand, stand. And for those of you who are familiar with the Greek, that particular word stand defined as Histami, if I'm saying it correctly, I may not be, but it is, I'm going to say it the best way I know how it's called, histami. It's also where we receive our word antihistamine, uh, the anti being against, and the histami meaning to stand, so stand against. So when we take an antihistamine tablet, it's because, you know, as far as I know, it's to stand against it. I can't go into all of the medical stuff because I'm clearly, I don't know all of it, but apparently it's to stand against, obviously, all of that cook and stuff that, um, for in our allergies and what have you. You follow me. I hope you do. But I just, I wanted to come to the part about the definitions that, that really spoke to me. So when the text is directing you and I to stand, I'm going to go to the um, NIV on this real quick. The NIV says, finally be strong in the Lord and in, the, and, and in his mighty power. So let me go to where is the first sighting of the word stand. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand. All right, there we go. So that particular stand, histami, if I'm saying it right, the definition was so rich and it was pretty long, but I think the reason it just it hit me in a great place was because I mentioned maybe in the previous podcast, and some of you know, the last part of the year has of 2019 was pretty rough, pretty tough. Not like life has not been, and we everybody's got their ups and their downs and what have you, but there's sometimes there are just some things that occur in life that just kind of can shake you to your core. And so I want to, I guess that would be the best way for me to explain what I've been walking through. So in reading that word stand, let me just tell you with one of the definitions says, one of the definitions says to cause or make to stand, to place. One of the other definitions says, oh, this is what I love. It says to stand or to be kept intact, whether that's in a family or in a kingdom. It also means to stand by. It also means to stop stop or to stand still or to stand immovable continue safe and sound is one of the other definitions stand unharmed to stand ready or prepared another definition of that word stand the verb stand means to be of a steadfast mind it also means one who does not hesitate the verb and the word stand means do not waver listen that's a lot but one of the things that all of these definitions just was like a, it was like salve, if you if you will. It was like having an essential oil rubbed in to me so that I could smell it and so that I could experience it. And the last definition I want to give you is this: stand, the verb, the word. It also means to uphold or to sustain the authority or force of anything. 
when I tell you that the last 90 days of 2019 had been just uh, more than what I thought I could bear, seeing this definition of being strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, and then when it gets all the way into, into the nitty gritty and it says stand, and if I replace that with I want you to follow me because what I'm trying to do is incorporate the new meaning or the revealed meaning into the word stand, the S-T-A-N-D, the five-letter word verb stand. When I replace it with the statement or the directive or the definition that says to uphold or to sustain the force of anything, of anything, so that which may have, in my mind, have just, just wiped me down, the Word of God tells me to stand. It tells me to sustain the force of anything. I am to remain standing even though in spite of what it is that is has wounded me, that has just put me in a place, in a headspace that sometimes I feel I can't, you know, sometimes it suffocates me. This word tells us to cause a person to keep his place. Whatever it is that you may be dealing with, you're whatever it is that's pushing up against you, this, this word tells us, you keep your place. What I love, it says, stand, be kept intact, even if that's in your family. You don't move. I needed to hear that. I needed to see that, that I need to stay put, Sherry. Stay put. Don't move. I tell you, sometimes it is, um, I, it, it, it can be difficult, and, and that's, that's just part of life. I am hopefully encouraging you by sharing those definitions and by saying to you, my brother, my sister, you and I, beyond this new year, we are going to do our very best to stand. We just are. We just are. I just want to repeat to you the text as you have chosen to come to the Goat Getter today to listen. I just, I want to repeat it so that we can make sure that we get it so that we can do it. The NIV this time, the armor of God is the title, and I'm beginning in verse 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Be strong. This is not, it's, it's not optional. Be strong in the Lord and in, the, and in his mighty power, in his mighty power. You don't have to try to know everything. You don't have to have all the answers to whatever it is. Just be strong in the Lord. Don't think about it. That doesn't mean you're not going to cry. It doesn't mean you're not going to be confused. It doesn't mean you're not going to be upset or angry. But I say to you what the word says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And then it tells us again to put on the full armor of God, all of the clothing, all of the apparatus that the, that the armor of God has, it all needs to be put on, all of it. And it says the reason for that is so that you can take your stand and it's just, it's against, it's against that one individual. It's against the enemy. It's against, it says, against the devil's schemes. And it reminds us that our struggle is not with flesh and blood. In other words, it is not with a fellow human. It is not with some of your friends. It's not with your family. It's not with your daughter. It's not with your son. Your struggle is not him or her. It is not with your spouse, although it feels like it is, but it is not with that person who you may be thinking of. 
We are to stand against the devil's schemes. That is who we are to stand against. We are you and me. We are to to stand. We are to sustain the force of the enemy's schemes. So when he takes a blow at us, no, don't go down. And if you do go down, get back up. You can do this. We have to do this. You will stand. You and I both, we will stand immovable, says the definition. We will stop. We will continue safe and sound. We will stand ready and prepared against the devil's schemes. We will we will not hesitate and we will not waver. That is what we are supposed to do. You and me. So that that word, that five-letter word, stand, it packs a punch. It is not just a little word and a little verb. It is, it's saying a lot. And so I'm encouraging you, I'm encouraging me, that when I feel as if I've been dealt a major blow or a slap or whatever, I am to remain intact in my family or wherever it is. We are to stay put. So I encourage you this year and beyond this year, do it moment by moment, minute by minute, day by day, but do stand. I will stand with you and please stand with me. So I'm gonna close out here so I can go get my tax dependent. Thank you guys again for coming and joining me here today. I, I do appreciate you guys. I thank you for all of the support, I really do. Thank you for bearing with me as I become sometimes emotional. It just, the word of God sometimes, it just, it, it makes me emote because I so want to do it. And God has not instructed us to do something that we cannot do. In fact, he's confident. He's a lot more confident in our ability to do it than we are. We are able to stand. Lord, I thank you so much for those that have come to the, to the podcast today. I thank you for each and every man and each and every woman and all of the family that they represent. God bless them this new year. May they know how to be happy and to be contented and to be satisfied and in you throughout this entire year, irrespective of what you may know to be on the, on the horizon, particularly if it includes things that may not make your children feel well or feel happy. Show us how to move and live in you in spite of what it looks like. Thank you so much for, for who they are. Thank you for their families. Thank you for them, wherever they're listening, whether they're in the car, whether they're in the kitchen, whether they've just stepped in there in the uh, bathroom, curling their hair, combing their hair, shaving, whatever the case may be. Bless them, Lord God, not just only today. Bless them on the day that they listen and beyond. We thank you for blessing us to be here in 2020, Lord. We do love you. Thank you for all of your blessings that you have for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, friends, that is it for today. Thank you for joining me. And vow today that you're going to stand. We are going to stand. Talk to you soon. Go get her. We're doing it different. Bye-bye.